Hello podcast listeners and viewers, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sloss and Humphreys on the Road. Obviously now me and Kai are out here in Mumbai, uh, we're having a great time, it's been, it's been culturally different. Has it? I mean, it doesn't feel different. I, I, I really wanted you to try the Jordi accent. I mean, I mean, so go on, go on. Man, okay, okay, his, give me, give me, give me, give me. I'm sorry. I'll do his accent. Oh, mate, I'm canny drunk. Can you... Oh, yes. Oh, mate. I'm sorry. That was good. Hey, I'm hey, kind of drunk as his well. His family do Indian impressions all the time. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. I'm... Why are you having a good time out here? I would fuck a dog on stage. I've, I've done that across I countries. I have literally been simulate humping dogs across the world. An accent? Psh, I could do more. Welcome to the Indian special. <laughs> Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thuggin', living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Ah, oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? So we're sat awkwardly wedged into the uh, Winnebago in Mumbai. Yes, yes we are. Uh, one of the not only most interesting backstages we've ever had, but uh, I've heard of the crush before. Oh. Like the, the crush of a crowd, like crambling in. But like, God fucking bless our promoters out here because they we thought they were being oversensitive. No, man, they we were just like, oh come on, we know how to greet people. Yeah, we're they like, were. They were like, you don't have to meet people, and we're like, man, it's our first time in India. Obviously, we want to meet, we want to be people, and they're like, please don't do this in India. And we're like, look, our fans are cool. Wherever we fucking go, they're all sound. They understand the rules. I then go, I'd like to go out and meet some fans. And Neha goes, okay, let me just get security. And eight security people turn up. And I'm like, okay, this is this is kind of typical India. Too many cooks for yeah. one job, right? You get a lot in hotels. You walk uh, in and seven people welcome you. And you're like, I, d I don't need... They're scrambling over. I, 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 I don't need this much. Like, I don't need separating from a suitcase. I no, I, can I, I promise you, you I'm, you're so nice, but I can take my bag to my room by myself. They, you know, man, when we got to fucking Delhi yesterday and I was like, what was the, what's the population of Delhi? And the guy goes, 33 million. And uh, you go, oh, uh, yeah, so yeah. we're, so we're not famous here. So you're like, yeah, you're like, you're like oh, the, the, the country's got a population of a billion. Of course, it's going to be a fraction of a billion per major city. Aye. So we go out there. I mean, you know, the fucking, the gig that we've just had there in Mumbai, I think that's only about a thousand, maybe 1200. Uh, and then when we went but into it's, it's sold out so fast that we don't know what it could have been oh yeah and also there were 2,000 people waiting in that queue for photos there were people who were not there yeah and we go out with the security and I'm like this is absolutely fucking overkill and man the security are doing their best fucking job they, they did are... such a good job that when I came to join you late they, they bundled me out of the way <laughs> I, I had a four hours with Dora and Fan just flown in from Newcastle so I yeah. could touch you yeah <laughs> <laughs> they quickly realised like, yeah. like, oh sorry, yeah, yeah sorry. But there was one point, there was one point where we're, um, we're, we're huddled around because the the thing is that everyone can get a photo, but everyone's scared they won't get that photo, so they're scrambling at you and yeah. trying to like clutch at you and get a photo. And then uh, I just felt 
someone scurried past my legs, so we're just in this scrum of people, and someone scurried past my legs, clearly wherever they were at the back of the pack, they weren't going to get near me, so they just decided to crawl through like they were tunnelers in the Somme. <laughs> Man, it's like, it's, it, th- like I felt the fucking security, they're doing their best fucking job, but people are just piling in, and then at one point I've literally got a security guard mashed up against my face and I'm just laughing because I find this the funniest thing in the world it's so very different to what we've experienced but our promoters are rightfully like they're worried I'm not worried I'm not in danger like nobody's there to fucking yell at me they're just there in fucking excitement but there's just a security guard smushed into my face he's like can can you say teddy bear please <laughs> I know that's your safety word I need you to say teddy bear and I'm like touch my balls first <laughs> There is absolutely, there is no concept. It's where the security guards look like they needed help. (laughs) Security, we're called, we need more security. The the, the panic started blowing whistles. Man, there's no, there's so little concept of a queue here. Uh That's why I think there's no queers. Yeah, that's why I think there's no queers. Uh, It's just LGBT here. There's uh, no queue. There's no no (laughs) queue. No concept of it. LGBT plus, absolutely. LGBT, what the, what the other thing? LGBT scrum, that's what we call it. Uh, so uh, what we're doing now, because we're, we're at a festival, mm-hmm. and we've just done the opening show of the festival. Yes. And then there was a show on afterwards, which is, we just went and watched some of it, which is uh, all Indian comedians. Yes. Speaking English, for, 80% for, of the time. Yeah. And doing this weird, Hindi. weird Hindi Tourette's, where, like, it's so funny because... The second a joke, it feels like, starts going well, the second they've got the momentum and you've got that sort of rolling laughter thing, obviously, and, and, and we'll ask so this, some of the guests... This is what it sounded like to me. They were like, so I was at my mother's the other day and she saw what I was wearing and she was like, Ah, matta matta kooli yara, gatta gatta, gatta gatta kooli yara, matta matta, gatta kooli 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 yara, and everyone's dying laughing and we're like, oh, we have a stroke. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did tell me they did that. Like, I was chatting to a bunch of them, they're so fucking sound. They're going to be a guest on this podcast, which is why we're sad awkward, mm-hmm. because we're going to have a guest spot. And um, we're just going to get uh, the, the festival promoter. That's going to bring, uh, I was going to say Mumbai comedians, but they may be from all over India. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I think so, so. so Indian comedians are going to come on and just guest spot, like, uh, like speed dating. And yeah. we're, we're going we're gonna to try and make them answer political questions that we know will get them killed. Oh, yeah, we can leave. We're going to be on the flight before this comes out. Yeah. Just off the top of your head, your genuine opinions on Modi. Yeah. No, no, it's not paying a paywall. No, no, there's no, no, public episodes. Hey, 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 we love our Indian fans and we want all Indian people to say it. Speaking of, so uh, there is... I've been making a fucking point. Everyone knows my opinion on this. Cancel culture for comedians does not exist in the UK. It does not exist in America. It does not really exist in most of Europe. It is a myth perpetuated by failing stand-ups in order to sell their dying art form by making it seem that it's in threat. And it's not... It's in threat in the sense that they're shit and not talented and they're not updating their comedy. But it's not... You Man, you could go on stage in fucking America. I could walk on stage and I could go, I would think it would be funny to shoot Joe Biden in the head with a sniper rifle from 400 yards and try and make it scatter across the dress of his wife. It's not funny. I could say that on stage in America. Mm-hmm. I could go on stage in fucking England and I'd be like, how good oh, would done, it be? Stuff about Ma- diet. All this fucking shit. I've, that's not essential. People in here, in this fucking country, if they say anything even remotely critical of government, of religion, 
they are arrested so and while have, in fucking prison. These guests have got no idea what they let themselves in for. No, no. Oh, it's going to be a fun podcast with Daniel McKay. We're going to we're, we're, we're gonna get from cancelled, really cancelled. Uh-huh. Like, like I'm so I will not fucking listen to any fucking white male comedian like fucking Joe Rogan or Andrew fucking Schultz talk about fucking cancel culture when there are people when we bring them on the podcast will be risking their fucking career <laughs> and yeah. lives by just fucking if you want real fucking cancel culture you cowardless godless talentless fucking cunts come to India and then say what you want to fucking say the, I'll show you what not being the, allowed to say the fact that these uh, like the Comedy Unleashed type uh, comedians have made a space so that they can say what they want. It's not like Indian comedians can go, right, look, that guy can't enter Mumbai because he's going to get arrested. This is like fucking snowflake woke cancel culture gone mad. Let's make a specific night just so that we can say all of this shit. You're like, oh, that's going to be worse. Yeah, 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 that's man. Gonna that's going to be surrounded worse. by police in fucking 30 <laughs> minutes and you're all going to go missing for a very long fucking period. Today. Like, there was a time today, they, they literally, now, man, when we were in Russia, I made fucking sure they were like no gay jokes and I'm like I'm doing pro gay stuff mm-hmm. and if you fucking arrest me you fucking arrest me let's create a fucking international exist so hard well also Putin's a fucking pussy and he wouldn't he wouldn't fucking dare touch me uh, right Put, let that go viral he's got, he's got a diplomatic community <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely believe that from from the riot act we were read before the fucking shows here Aye. if I did say anything fucking it not that I have it man I don't know enough about the political system in this country to do fair it's and so accurate satire you couldn't do that we're not gonna we're not, not gonna because we want to come back we want to come back so bad we want to come back so fucking bad and you know maybe when we're more famous we'll get a bit more edgy but also I doubt it because I'm terrified there was a point today during the fucking show where man I'm doing my bit about censorship and I'm acknowledging the fact that this joke doesn't really work in India because India actually experiences real censorship as opposed to the perceived per- perceived censorship of people just wanting to say the word tranny. Uh, That's all it is. Yeah. Every comedian who's like, you can't say anything anymore, just wants to say the N-word, just wants to call them trannies, yeah, want, just it, wants to... It, That's all they want. And, and they don't want the... Um, not even political backlash, the social backlash... Mm. is what they're worried about so the tweet I do this bit today where I'm talking I'm acknowledging but I'm also going through a fucking minefield of being like hey this show doesn't work here because you have literal censorship in this country and I was like even my head I'm like acknowledging the censorship they're like even that's not great 10 minutes after that joke the mic cuts out and it doesn't just cut out for like a bit they hand me a backup mic, which is also dead. They hand me a third backup mic, which works when they hand it to me. But the second I put it to my fucking mouth, breaks again. And then I notice down the side of the rooms, security are in. And I go backstage because at this point, the mic's been broken for about three fucking minutes. I'm just yelling at the audience, you know, trying to keep them going. I go backstage to see what you're doing or Marlena's doing because I'm like, those are the people who are fixing the problem. You're not there. Marlena's not there. She? And I'm like... This is it. I've, I've, they're I, already in the van. I've, I've said something. I said something. Even like I, I, I wasn't even playing with fire. I was playing with embers. But that's still too but dangerous. Like, fucking here. And I mean, don't get me wrong. The way I handled the fucking silence was, I like, I pretend. I, I was out here chatting with another comic, and I heard the response that you got, and I was like, oh, he's finished that a bit early, and then somebody um, was going on oh, there. Yeah, he said he was going to be after twenty, and it was twenty past. And I was like, that's odd that 
you'd wrap up early against your will. But never, yeah. Never. When have you ever seen me intentionally underrun? Unless yeah. I fucking hate the place. Which would. Which when would have you seen me intentionally underrun outside of Kilmarnock? Because I was going to say you would have you would have hit of completely forgetting yesterday to wrap up that early. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because it was like the gig was going so well when I was in the room, but I was like, well, I didn't get south. They. It was man. When I talk about technical difficulties, it man. It was a problem. Was what the problem was. Somebody walked backstage where they were meant to, and had unplugged by kicking it all the backup mics and then the original mic went down so they had to source whatever the problem was so they were just plugging shit back in while you were just checking going, dead mics it gets to the point where it's so like man there's only so much comedy you can do like I'm not boy with tape on his face uh, I'm not that talented I do not have the ability I'm get a word in if you were <laughs> which you can roll over my punchlines <laughs> <laughs> we so I do some bets I acknowledge the fact that you know despite my criticism of it this would be a great time to know fucking magic and then I was just as a joke I pretended to fucking strip and somebody went take your shirt off and I'm like I can take your shirt off if you want <laughs> man I would normally never oh, Chris <laughs> <laughs> Just there with his dressing gown and he's in my frame. He's the mic. Take your shirt off. Make him laugh with your body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I remember my entire train of thought and I'm not fucking proud of it. It goes, I went to take my shirt off as a joke and people started chatting for it and I'm like, man, this isn't going to get fixed, you know, for another two minutes. you got to do fucking something. And I'm like, I'd never fucking take my shirt off. And then I'm like, Man, you've been working out solidly uh, for three fucking months. Like that episode you, of Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Mark Martin Hedge is just like, is there any way we can get this into the plan? <laughs> he's trying to roll bar his body into whatever they're doing. Can get this into the plan? In the most self-indulgent, narcissistic thing. But again, I had done as much Michaelist comedy as I could. It was about keeping attention. It was about keeping the energy. What I didn't want to leave the stage. I didn't want to like come back on and have to do because I was fucking my joke, so I shirtless do like a bunch of press ups, and then <laughs> the half- easy fifteen. Yeah, oh, fifteen easy, easy. And then halfway through, I'm checking my watch while I do like one handed push ups, and I'm like this, is-. and then six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you three minutes 54 fucking hell this is the first time I'm ever going to intentionally underrun um, I'm really really because I've not had internet yet I'm terrified to see because in the moment that was I think the right thing to do the only thing to do something to give the attention in but I think if you were to show any of that out of context back what a piece of you is like oh well, I guess if you don't enjoy my comedy, you can just enjoy my body. <laughs> Stop doing a hit. <laughs> yeah, the man, I'm doing star jumps. Uh, I know yours are all into yoga, but have you ever seen Joe Wicks? <laughs> <laughs> bring it to Batman uh, in there. Uh, I'm going to do some fucking burpees. I said bring Tabata in there then. For, like, it's Tabata, like, it sounds like it's from round here. No, Tabata's an acronym. Is it type of bread? <laughs> like Tabata. Yeah, no, I got there. <laughs> Chabat's not even Indian. <laughs> no, it's Italian. Okay, what about cultured swain? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just had some uh, really nice Indian street food as well. We did. Oh, we did. Good. And it's been about an hour. I'm feeling good. Yeah. 
Like there's nothing. Even though we had a couple of Red Bulls as well, which like I, I've I, like that'll fuck you up all the Indian food. Mm, well, I just feel like it's corrosive. It's so funny how like I'll, I'll do fucking gear and smoke and all that, and as soon as someone's drinking Red Bull, I'm like, hey, you're putting what in your body? <laughs> <laughs> fucking literally being like, there's not enough for this coke to get up my nose. I'm just gonna have to finger it up my arsehole. It's the only way I'm gonna get it into my fucking bloodstream. Mm. What are you doing there, you psychopath? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sponsored by Red Bull, aren't you? No. Me. Why? Why? Because uh, somebody come up in the middle of like a photo shoot and started giving them a Red Bull. Oh, they did. Felt like Max Verstappen. Well, no, that's not true. You have feelings. <laughs> you felt love before. I felt dense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when you walked off the plane in India and you were like, this is beautiful and you saw beauty, congratulations, you're not Max Verstappen. <laughs> Max Verstappen's only been able to come since the last iOS update. <laughs> Do you think that's what it takes to be that good at something like that? Well, yeah, like, that's like surgeons. You, surgeons are psychos. Yes, all right. You but, think it's that same but surgical here's the difference. I think surgeons are psychos from birth, and I think they're the best type of fucking psychos. It's going, right, I can chop someone apart. I like understanding how body works. I'm going to fucking put this to that. That just That's an innate psychopathy, right? It's mm-hmm. an innate psychopathy. It's something broken in your brain. But even though it's broken, it fixes society, and I think we should fucking encourage it. Max Verstappen is broken because his dad just couldn't say I love you. Uh, he couldn't want. He needed to be Ma- better Ma- than Schumacher's kid. A hundred percent. He couldn't because Schumacher was better. Because he couldn't be better than Schumacher. No. And he so was he- like, I've got a bigger plan. Uh, yeah. I've got a bigger picture. You're going to watch this from your coma, son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I know Belgium has a long history of racism, but I need you to hate Lewis Hamilton like no Belgian has ever hated Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of psychopathy in, uh, in being that driven in a non-team sport. Pun intended? Non-driven. Could have been about golf as well, because that's also a non-team sport. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh, the way you play. <laughs> <laughs> New player? Well, just doesn't even make sense. Doesn't even make sense. If you were to clip this, take it back, and put it under a comedy X ray, none of it scans. Oh, oh, yeah. None of it scans. I love doing that to my mates as well, and like somebody puts something on WhatsApp and I just dissect it. Like, uh, let's but, let's go through this. I've said this I've said this a bunch before on the podcast, I'm sure, but Barry Castanola doing it in real time at the back of gigs is one of the funniest <laughs> things you'll ever be part of. You'll just start like fucking dissecting a comics it just like unpack why like oh, like it doesn't work if you think about it for a second. Davy Jones sellotaping an ecstasy. That was so funny. Was, uh, he was like, I, I need when I'm shagging now. I need a sellotape Viagra out of the headboard like a salt lick. Yeah. And then Barry was just like, well, you'd just be like the sellotape for one. Yeah, so because like, if they're sellotaping it on, you're not going to get any of the Viagra. And also, like, even if you were just taking the Viagra, that wouldn't really. Yeah, it's not enough. That's why the, the whole measurement's in the tub. Yeah, you've you got to take the whole thing. Even with the enzymes in your saliva, it's probably not going to do anything unless you have to swallow the whole pill. Like, <laughs> 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 it's just like a great joke, it's just smashed. It rips. <laughs> it's like, it just makes sense. It's so good. Um, they just that told. Um, you say like we're scoring a goal in football it's fucking amazing because you wheel off and you're happy and you wheel off and you turn and you see a bunch of other people happy a bunch of other people sad which is also class so it tickles the fucking psychopath part of you mm-hmm. right but the, everyone that's happy and they run up and they're celebrating with you and they're just like you all did it together like you scored that goal because of stuff that happened before and that was to do with these guys right and it's such a good thing to share but like 
when I see tennis players celebrating, I'm just like, I didn't think I could be that hard if it was just me. Like, I, I, if I have a nice gig, I'd even come off stage and go, yes, that was a class gig, that. Yes, me. Yes. You don't. You don't know, but would it be wrong to say... You, man, you definitely experienced that type of feelings in the first fucking five years. When, when, Back when this job still felt like a competition. Back when it felt like we were fighting for fucking survival, trying to get a fucking... Oh, like, did you, did you, no, did you, did you what, not... You know what? Um, if I'd finished a gig that like uh, was an open open spot at a paid gig, and the, the book I was in, and I, I knew it went well, and I could tell by their face the love what I did, and I, I'm driving you yeah, Buzzing, mm. but like I'm only thinking because like I'm gonna go back and get money next time I can, and like it's a career progression. Like so, it is a selfish element, but like it isn't. A, I won. Yeah, but 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 for me, I've always just thought like, can you imagine how fucking devastating it must be to like just from a, from my sports knowledge of my experience? Imagine being a Chelsea player. Winning the Premier League for all the hard work that you put in, you contributed only nine goals, only seven assists. Got a mount from from right back. Yeah, but, but even from midfield. Yeah. But it was man, you know what? Your possession was great. Your chances created were fucking great. All of those things are. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you did your miles. Yeah, you've 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 uh, you've done your fucking bits. I would be fucking devastated if I'm standing beside John Obi McHale and he's also getting a medal. Getting <laughs> I'm like, I fucking got him that! That's my medal! <laughs> they just made a second medal for him. He did fuck all! There he's done he fuck all for seven fucking seasons! We found him. <laughs> he's, the, he's the solo sport guy. Alright, that's hey, hey. Matt, no, 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 because here's, here's the other thing. Uh, don't get me wrong, I agree with you. I'm an inherently selfish person. I love sharing the success, but you also share the, like, share the losses as well. Like you share the upset, so there's that as well. Like you got the dressing room, fucking down in the dumps, but you're looking around as well. That's why and I, there is a little bit of finger pointing in all that as well. Man, I, it's why I like golf is because I think golf is like easiest sport where it's you're able to congratulate your opponent. Mm-hmm. Do you, man, if your mate chips in a bunker shot for thirty yards. Yeah. You've got to be a real horrible cunt to not go, uh, mate. That fucking yeah. Like, are, you, are you not like off on a gentleman where she's like, way to go, Paula, way to go, but to wish it was her that was getting swept off her feet. I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish it was. Uh, I wish it was me, but I, I, I don't see it as. But you I, like that if you were your teammates scored as well, and it's like, I could go, mate. <laughs> Some footballers are like that. Man, man, I love Nicholas and Elka. But if there wasn't a crossbar in two posts in football, his goal tally would be 30% of what it is. Like, yeah. he's a fucking poacher, but, and you fucking need that. He's the definition of, like, what you need in a fucking team. I think I am inherently fucking selfish in fucking team sports because it has to be with me, but then in individual sports as well. Because if, if, if I get beaten in a team sport, it's so very easy to blame everyone else for my failings, right? The reason we lost 3-1, I'm the midfielder. Shit keeper, shit defender, our goal scorers weren't doing anything. I gave you the chance, it's not my fault, we fucking lost. Whereas tennis, golf, I'm like, there's nowhere else to turn. If I'm shit... Hold on, I bet there is, because I've played balls with you and I was doing better and you started clipping my heels. Well, that's <laughs> just funny. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was being hit balls and you were like, uh, I don't know where you got an air horn from. Spilled a drink in my face just as I was about to ball. That was good fun. Because <laughs> that's also the type of golf that I like to... Uh, 
play like man I like I like bad the reason I knew I could, couldn't do fucking competitive football anymore was when we did the Comedians V uh, Critics Football uh, there was one bit where one of the very few critics that I fucking love is I'm gonna get his fucking name I think it's Tim Arthur is the guy that writes for uh, I'm even gonna fucking forget what magazine fucking because I'm a drunk piece of shit you want a joke? Yes, yes, yeah. Bruce Desai was who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. You've done that correctly. You've saved me. Bruce Desai was in the game. I've known Bruce for years. Uh, I was about to go up and score a one-on-one goal. It was me and the fucking keeper. The ball came through to me. And Bruce Desai just ran up and just jumped on my back like a piggyback <laughs> in the fucking box. Right? Now, in a real game of football, you'd be fucking devastated, right? Uh-huh. But at the time... I just remember falling down and the second my knees hit the floor and I felt his arms around my waist, I'm like, this is hysterical. (laughs) This is funny because you're not allowed to do this. Uh, Like, I think now with... Do you ever see that one where fucking Rob Lee was throwing goal and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, one of the nicest men in football, just sprinted after him and just took him clean out from the back? Man, one of the funniest fucking things is the uh, soccer aid tournament that's on every fucking year uh, for celebrities versus English cunts. Uh, Jose Mourinho was manager and Oli Mars was running down the fucking wing on goal and Jose Mourinho just walked 10 yards onto the pitch and volleyed him in the knee (laughs) (laughs) then walked off I'm like man I love competition but I take it too fucking seriously so the next step for me I I don't like minor competition like there are people out there who do five aside leaks there are people out there who do like low fucking state dark competitions cry Muay Thai, all this. I don't think I'd enjoy that because I don't think I have the capability of accepting low competition stakes. I think yeah. it's all too all or nothing in my head. Right. So what I do like now is if I was to do Muay Thai or BJJ, unless there's a finger up my ass, I'm not finding it funny. <laughs> like, like you got to cheat to make me enjoy this. This has to be like a silly fucking. Oh, the other check. Um, we said that the, the. Do you want to check? Yeah, I was going to say we said that to come in every 10 minutes uh, with someone and it's been like 25, so I think they might just be. be yeah, right. wait out there. And maybe they just heard us talking about how we were going to talk about the government and. Keep it going. Oh, well. Is anybody coming up? So, um, um, I've been having. Um, I've, I've been trying to confront my ignorance while over here. I understood that I came out to India with a lot of preconceptions and ideas uh, and I wanted to make sure that you know they're wrong that that comes from me what fucking watching TV shows and hearing stories from other people who have fucking traveled and the best way to find out about people is to actually be there and experience the place but that doesn't mean I don't catch myself having horrifically ignorant thoughts and one of those probably I gotta admit one of the worst I've ever had and this was genuine we had a bit to drink last night Probably got to bed at about one in the morning for me. We wake up six, we get to the fucking airport, I'm hungover, I'm tired, I'm thirsty. And you know when you're hungover, I know some people out there love water and water's the cure for everything. Man, when I'm hungover, water, I know it's the answer, but it doesn't make me happy. Drinking water doesn't bring me any fucking joy. It's a task. You want refreshments? Uh, Yeah, I want fizz or I want fruit juice, but the problem with India, all of their fruit juices is fruits I've never heard of. And they're all pulpy as fuck. Like, I bought some mango thing today, and I'm so thirsty, I'm so... Well, they are. (laughs) (laughs) Back where I'm from, a mango lassie is a ginger slut. Um, So we go, I get this fucking thing, I drink it fucking... 
I take two gulps, there's pulp in there, everyone knows my position of pulp, and I angrily like spit it back in the thing, I throw it in the fucking thing, and I just angrily go to like the smoking bit in the airport, and I'm smoking away, and I'm so sorry for this thought, but it crossed my mind with, I went, I bet I'm the thirstiest person in India right now. <laughs> and then my brain went, no, not not even not even in the bottom twenty. When you had your top off on stage earlier, you were the thirstiest person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also don't know if you how much of the cast system have you encountered or, or been aware of so far. Um, just the fact that there was uh, this is going to sound like a derogatory word, but there were some guys scurrying around at the gig. In <laughs> that is the man. That's but so offensive. They were scurrying. <laughs> you gotta stop. First of all, first of all, it's fancy for two reasons. One, rats scurry. Two, it's got curry in it. So you need to, you gotta, it's a racist term. You gotta get it out. It's gotta go. They were like avoiding eye contact and staying low and like staying out of people's way and all that. But like everybody else was Eating like. You fucking potatoes, you fucking racist piece of shit. A little chat. <laughs> In the language. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, uh, you went and spoke to them. And um, it was like the guys on the like next level up of cast were like, cast, "What are you yeah. doing?" So that would have been the guys that were like, "Don't speak that much English," but were like working at the venue and kind of suited up for like oh, yeah. a security position. Whereas like the next level up would have been like the kind of promoters and techs and stuff. Like it's it does seem like there's just this level of like um, like a hierarchy in society. But like they look at it just like, "What's he talking to them for?" Yeah. And then Marlena said it back. They looked at you like, "What are you doing feeding the pigeons?" Yeah. It's people. I yeah it was yesterday I really fucking felt because I remember saying to like Neha when we were flying to Delhi I was like are people genuinely really polite and kind here or am I just white in India and she was like you're white in India like that's what this is and I'm like I uh, I, you know I that thing like um, be as kind be as kind to the person serving you drinks as the art of the artist or whatever uh, like when you like just the old show business adage. Like uh, just be as kind to everybody. Like uh, like I don't feel like that might apply here. Like people that have been really kind to us, and you go, oh, they're sweetheart. Like you can't guarantee that they've been kind to the workers. I, like I think because they believe but, in reincarnation. I think it's wrong. Everyone might be individually different. I think they're like, you know what? I was probably nice to that homeless person in a previous life, so oh, he can go fuck himself you think now. Like a no, model? I'm being a dick. You no, I'm being a, a dick. No, no, no. Think, you know, <laughs> don't spit it that way. That's <laughs> fucking apple. That's amazing. You're pointing at me for. You yeah. fucking say that I'm no, like you, you were all spastic spasticated <laughs> themselves because they throw up. Hey man, yay, Daniel, hey. Cheers, man. So here, here. This is your mic. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you to. All right, all right. Let's try and get us all in here. Yeah, yeah, we're all in here. So, can you do us the favor of introducing yourself, knowing full well that if we try and do your second name, we will come across as ignorant, racist pieces of shit. See if you say Smith, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Okay, I have the most Indian name ever. It's Daniel Fernandez. Fernandez. Daniel Fernandez. Yeah. Fuck, man, we want Indians on this podcast. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Fernandez, how did yes. you end up with that name? In well, because many years ago, while the British were, you know, looting our country, while you guys... Don't know what you're talking about. Don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. We... The Portuguese were also having their fun with India. But, they but were... what did the Portuguese have to do with slavery and racism? Nothing at all. <laughs> they, just, they, they, they just liked beaches a lot, so they went... <laughs> 
that's how I found out. The Portuguese love beaches, so they yeah, know, The way you pronounce bitches is great, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love this accent. <laughs> so they liked beaches a lot, so they yeah. went to Goa, and they were there for about 300 years or something like that, and then they fucked a lot of our women while they were there, so yeah, they left the, behind their last name, so yeah. And one of them was your grab. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Indian, but probably of Portuguese descent. Yeah, yeah right. oh, okay. So, yeah. And so... Is that how they go, you know, gingers in, in Scotland and stuff? That's meant to be Viking, isn't it? That's invasion too. They no, that's blonde. Blonde is? Blonde is Viking. Oh. Ginger, ginger's the Irish. Right. Ginger's just too much alcohol. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fucking drinking is affecting the hair now. I, I am, bro. Right. So, uh, how when you how long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, twelve years. Now. Twelve years. So you and I we've performed together. We were out in uh, Melbourne together Melbourne, yes. about what three years ago? About it would have been twenty sixteen or seventeen. Oh, so a bit a bit fucking more. Longer than that, yeah. Um, because we watched your set tonight and we've been discussing this. Right. One thing I love about Indian comedy and you warned us about this is when yeah, if- when the joke is going well. You all then just go into like Hindi or yeah, it's so yeah. funny. And, and from from an English point of view, I'm enjoying the joke so much, and then you just take a left turn, and I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone else is laughing. Yes, again, so this is, so this is the thing with Indian stand-up is a lot of our setups are in English. Yeah, and then suddenly there's a punchline that's in Hindi. Because the, everything you know, just sounds better my, it in, does. in Hindi. Yeah. It, even though I didn't understand what the jokes were, yeah. it's clearly so much easier for you to like passionately talk and like, yeah. man, when I get drunk, you can see I, the change in tone and everything. Yeah, really and, and even though I didn't understand what they said, it felt more fucking inclusive because it felt like that moment in like radio when you're the mic cuts and you'd be like, and now we can all say fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it like when you're drinking with me and majority mates? Yes, I. <laughs> Yeah. Not too many. But it was it's it, I'm so glad that he's informed us first that that happens. Yeah. Because I would have thought I'd lost my mind. Yeah. You know, if you had just started doing it, it would have took a beat. It's uh, a, it's something that we uh, at least you know, I'm consciously trying to avoid because I also want to become a, another Daniel who's performing all over the world. Not, yeah, not yeah. just can't just have one of yours, right? No, no. There's yeah, I, I, there's, there's also Daniel there's also a better yeah. Daniel comedian out there, and his name is Daniel Kitson. One yeah. Dan, Daniel Tosh. Tosh is good oh, as well. Oh, you know what? Tosh is good. But also, I don't think he's done anything for years. So I think on a technicality. Wasn't he supposed to end his career at some point? I remember on his website, there was a countdown that says he would stop doing stand-up comedy at a certain date. And, and Re- then, I yeah. had to, explain, had, had yeah. doomsday That would explain why I've not seen him but, in fucking years. Exactly. But he's one of my favorite Daniels too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's... Uh, I love the, show, the, the clips I saw of Tosh. Uh, but then I also remember he had one of those... You know, he had one of those controversial moments where, like, somebody, well, a woman in the crowd heckled him, and his response was, "I hope she gets, gets raped." raped. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. ah, "Buddy, this isn't Delhi. You can't." <laughs> <laughs> even with your inside voice, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even inside voice that. Even yeah. <laughs> There's another Daniel uh, Simonson, if I'm getting it. Oh, oh yeah. man! Don't get me fucking. Ah, uh, yeah, he, he got absolutely bitched in the final of So You Think You're Funny one year after. Well, that was eighteen years old. It was two thousand eight, and he still hasn't let it go, man. Yeah. Like, holy yeah. shit! Me and Daniel Simonson, Norwegian comic, uh, we're both in the final of the same competition. Daniel Simonson has an amazing gig because at this point he's been doing comedy for four years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> See what I mean? There's man, still salsa in this He's been doing comedy for four fucking years. He's yeah. been doing it in fucking Norway. He just, it, fine, fine. Man, he was a better comedian. I fucking accept that. 
I had a really good gig. At least I felt like I had a really good gig. At the time, it felt like the most important thing in the world to my fucking career. Obviously, it was. And I will always, always appreciate Tim Minchin came on stage. He was one of the judges yeah. of the show. And before he announced the winner, he went, just to let you all know, this doesn't matter. Winning doesn't matter. Losing doesn't matter. The fact that you're all in the final, you're all going to be comedians. And poor Karen Cor Corrin, who runs a gig, is like, no, it's very important. And Tim Minch is like, it's not important. <laughs> I didn't even place, and I'm a millionaire. I, I love I love how that you've remembered Tim Minch saying that for 15 years, but if he, if you had won and he said that, you would have forgot that in a second. Absolutely. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Tim Minch just said yeah. nothing and then announced it. He didn't. Daniel Simmons soon, upon reflection, mad. He's a fucking brilliant comedian because he's been going for longer. He's a brilliant comedian. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big comedian. He smashed the fucking kid. But what devastated me is they go, in third place is Sean Walsh. Mm. In second place is whoever it was. I can't remember. And in first place is Daniel. Hey. And a tiny bit of my heart went, me. <laughs> and then and then the rest of my heart listened to uh, Immonson. <laughs> so, so hey Daniel, is there yeah. is there that kind of is that is there that kind of start in India as well? Do you have like competitions and you act competitions? There there? is a competition called Comic Stan, which is a Hindi play of words. It's on Amazon Prime, so it's basically a competition for uh, young and up and coming comedians. Oh wow! And and so it's like a reality too. show. It's sort of like Last Comic Standing. Yeah, oh, see, man, I used to fucking love that show. Yeah, but yeah. The, but the Indian version of it. So that's one competition that happens. They've probably had about three seasons of it. Really? They've had three seasons of that. Yeah, and uh, I. I'm guessing there's another one coming, but we're not really sure because the pandemic hit. Yeah. But that's sort of like the platform for Indian comedians uh, to see, kind of really see, shine. You know, you know, when it first came out, it, it wasn't like all the guys that have been going for like five, six years or plus, like they didn't miss the boat. Is it like anyone can get on at that competition? It's actually for newer comedians. So yeah. and I couldn't get on. They, oh. they, they, it would just be weird if I but got with, on. Because the, the guys who that, started off with me yeah. are judges on that show. Right, got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'd be like... Daniel, if they say Daniel, they'll know I've won it because there's no other fucking Daniel in the scene. <laughs> yeah. like, they say Daniel and I walk behind from a curtain. Yeah. <laughs> finally, finally, Indian yeah. Commission of the Year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, feel, so, free, feel free to not answer this question. Sure. We are tourists here. Mm -hmm. We not only cultural tourists, we are comedically tourists. I think we have a type of privilege in this country as comedians right. that you are and the rest of the comedians here do not get to experience because mm -hmm. we're white, we're famous, and we're from another country. And if you do anything, thanks for saying we as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. Royal Sorry, gentleman. I was talking about me and my cock. <laughs> When you're writing material, mm -hmm. how conscious are you of what you can and cannot say while here? How much is that a legit fear? So there is a line uh, that we shouldn't cross, which is religion and politics, but I cross it all the time. Yeah? I just released a comedy special on YouTube, which, uh, which fell into probably the purview of the right wing, and they lost their shit on Twitter, so there was outrage for about a week. Uh -huh. It was crazy. They were calling for my arrest. Uh, I was getting death threats, uh, rape threats as well. People want to... Fucking hell. Stand, something about stand-up. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, were like, Jesus, yeah. My jokes were making people horny. I can't believe you've got fans in Delhi. Yeah. <laughs> my favourite start I've learned is that yeah. Delhi, I've only... 
<laughs> just can't we stop. Can't go back to Delhi, man. <laughs> so, like you ruined Delhi. Bro. So yeah. So every now and then, uh, the audience that was, which in my opinion is not meant to watch stand up, they 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 draw the line yes. and say, hey, this isn't comedy, and then we deliberately just cross it. Uh-huh. But what a lot of us who have gotten into trouble with people with the authorities over here have figured out a way to do it uh, without sort of getting into too much trouble. Yeah. So no, it's all. Yes, he's hosting, and I need him. And how? Three minutes. Three minutes. Okay, we'll we'll wrap you up in two. Thank you so much, man. No, it's all done. Is is someone else ready to come on? Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, great. So, so then what I had to do with this special that I've just released—it's called Alive and Vaccinated. I had to run the entire special through my lawyer, so he had to say, "Okay, this is good to go." Uh In fact, there was a joke in the the closing joke of the special. I actually had to censor it for the online release because it was a joke. Oh yeah, and you're you'll have to beep that as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, because well, that—that's a genuine concern yeah. that we have. Like, because obviously we're releasing this. Podcast. Like, actually, you want that beeped? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So beep. <laughs> we will. We will, man. Yeah. We'll not. We'll not. We'll not fucking yeah. risk anything. Because uh, even for us, we, we want to come back. I just find it. Do you, as mm-hmm. an Indian comic who actually experiences legitimate censorship? Yeah. When you see, fucking. British and American comedians yeah. complaining. Is that irritating? Is it? It's. It, I. I know it's coming from a place of privilege because they don't know what real censorship is. Yeah, that's how. I, I think in the West. I mean, we do follow everything that happens in the West as well. So when comedians complain, ah, this person's pissed off, that person's pissed off. But here, there's a definitive threat to your life. Yeah. Uh, you so imagine, we've. Met. I still have people getting into my DM saying, if I find you. Yeah, I, I, I'll do. If, you, if, I, if I find you, I'll kill you. Okay, yeah. I'm performing. In- <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's only the way to find out. Dude, I couldn't promote this festival for the same reason. Not a single post saying that I'm performing at this festival because hey, this is an easy place to find me. So really, yeah, sure, I right. haven't promoted the speak, festival. Speak, at all. Speaking of the festival, I think you've got to get. Yeah, man, man, man yes. thank you so yes. much for coming yeah, on. Tell, tell everyone real quick where you're going to be in Melbourne because lots of. I'm experience. performing at the Melbourne Comedy Festival uh, the entire month. That's 29th of April, March. Sorry, 29th March of 20. 3rd of April at the Melbourne Town Hall. Fucking so, unbelievable. Yes, yeah, so if you're around, come and it's watch called me. Daniel Fernandez. It's called Daniel Fernandez Infernal. 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 Please yeah. go fucking see that. Yeah, if you're around, come watch yeah. me. Yeah, man, thank you so much my for coming pleasure. on. My man, pleasure. Thanks for, having me. Thanks for having me. Go Cheers, host guys. the rest of the yes. show. Yes, yes. See you guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, thanks, thanks so much for that, yeah. man. That was class. So it was a pleasure to have uh, Sid or Rooney back on the podcast. Um, uh, very interesting to know that they've... <laughs> did you miss that? Yeah, well, <laughs> I, did, I did a joke just for three people. I was like, it was such day. a... No, yeah, yeah. I was like, it was such a pleasure to have Sid or Rooney on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. So, someone else is going to come and jump in now, so... Oh, uh, fuck, do we have to talk? What? Do we have to talk? Just ghost them. Uh, Yo, introducing come on in. Hey, come on in, man. Thanks for joining, man. Please do us the honor and the privilege of uh, pronouncing your name properly uh, so that we're not the worst. Yeah. Okay. So, my name is Varun Grover. Varun Grover. Yeah. Did you get that right? I, I th- no, I think I got it 75% right, but because... Varun is Varun? my first name and Varun. Grover is the second name. Can you spell the second name? G-R-O-V-E-R. It's a very Grover. British name. Oh, Grover. Yeah. Isn't uh, there a fucking Muppet uh, called Grover? We just had Josh Dominguez in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. There, I mean, there was, there is, uh, I think, a British 
cricketer, controller. No, there's golfer. Yeah, I'm Scottish. If you talk to me about ah, cricket, okay. you, you hate cricket. It's an English sport. Ah, okay, that's. And I know that's that, that answers. And I also know that's a very offensive thing to say to you. No, <laughs> not no. at all. No, in yeah, fact, it's, a, it's uh, not really in Scotland. I don't think is it. That no. probably is. I mean, there's. There's probably uh-huh. so, yeah. yeah, and they and they all like, play, they all play in the borders. They're all called Terry, and they all vote Tory. Uh, <laughs> like it's Terry the Tory. I know. Yeah, though Scotland had a cricket team. We did. Uh, we did. Ago. And four years ago in the World Cup, we beat England. And I know that because whenever Scotland beats England at anything, we create a national holiday, even <laughs> if we don't care about that thing. <laughs> That's, really That's like I was beating you at the Highland Games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which probably actually happens. Um, so man, I was I, I was so excited to have you on the podcast because we were speaking a lot backstage mm-hmm. you have fucking legit dealt with the censorship in this country is that fair to say yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. uh, you because I, I was i was speaking to you before and i was like how my ignorance just being like and how scared are you guys of doing political jokes and he's like i open with political jokes and i'm like oh okay right yeah so for today's act i asked them can i do political jokes and uh, they said no uh-huh. absolutely not uh, no politics no jokes on religion uh, basically no punching up that that's what they mean. You, you have yeah, such yeah, a strange, you just have to have strange concept in comedy. Yeah. yeah. So I asked them, okay, can I can I um, create a small fire on stage? Can I burn something on stage? And they said no because of the security reasons and safety reasons and all that. Because otherwise, I would have actually you know uh, went with my set, which is written on paper, and I would have actually you know burnt, burnt it on the stage. Saying, and, okay, but even then, that would be such a that would be a statement, statement yeah, it? yeah. Yeah, so they are like, no, uh, not not possible. No, that is not possible because of the fire safety rules and all. Otherwise, yeah, that's that kind of statement is probably okay. Oh, uh, you say, statements yeah, yeah. are okay without taking names because the moment you take a name, uh, people get divided and then people start uh, whatever the I mean filing cases against yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's the that's the process in India. They they harass you with multiple cases. So obviously, man, you've got your own audience out here who obviously when they come to see you, you get to I mean well I'll ask you, how much of your comedy how much of what you want to say do you actually get to say to your own audience? Like artistically, I know you've obviously experienced this censorship and obviously we play with that. But how much genuinely in your artistic soul do you feel censored like the, you, there's some things that you want to say but if you were to it would just be uh, I would say okay so it's a challenge that's uh, that's um, good for me as uh-huh. an artist that there are things I want to say and then there are these multiple constraints that are there and they're not like like um, abstract constraints they are genuine things I can go to jail or I can you know I can be uh, brutally trolled online and then you know uh, generally yeah, yeah. like generally yeah, they're good, they're sense be, of there could be threats that actually have substance yeah yeah it's real it's it's re- like fucking Indian death threats are so much more valid than just little white boys in Northumberland uh, you can't believe how fucking dare you you don't have a driver's license you'll do fuck you all kinds where is yeah so it it is uh, difficult to to kind of to live with that challenge but I think uh, if you are um, polite, if uh-huh. you are clever, and if you uh, choose your topics rightly, and and in a more just if I mean you, it's almost like right now, 
it's not just stand up comedy it's an argument you're putting uh-huh. yeah, yeah so that argument that. has to be rock solid that is one that argument has to be very funny uh-huh. and then that argument has to be very just or justified in the sense that it proper up yeah people should see that okay this guy we don't agree with him he, we probably hate him but he's making a point in a very polite manner yeah. and a funny manner because that's what that's i think that's the power of comedy uh the first thing that hits you is the punchline not the ideology behind it oh. the first thing you know it suddenly opens up a window in your brain yeah. and you are like ha 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 this is funny people think it is funny i oh why am i laughing it is yeah. really an attack on my ideology everything i believed in but yeah. this is something which just made me laugh and now i'm a bit lighter yeah man that's a, that's an exceptional way of putting so that you, like you it get, is you get a kick out of like a uh, maneuvering around the landscape to to get to yeah. that point where yeah. a, if if you had just like a blank canvas that you could work with it would be a lot more like you could get straight to the punch but you've actually yeah. got to be smart and see fucking yeah. here's 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 the here's the fucking difference between real censorship and british and american censorship you've got a man here who takes joy in maneuvering through all the literal literal fucking obstacles, board yeah. obstacles and thing in place to make those jokes work as opposed to Joe Rogan who's this like imaginary obstacles <laughs> in <laughs> yeah yeah like oh um yeah that's that's something which you know uh, yeah as you pointed out in your show also i've seen so many you know american comics talking about cancel culture talking about you know facing some kind of oh, no. uh, clamp on freedom of expression but right. you know uh, performing comedy in a country in probably all of south asia i think it is it is uh-huh. really a, um, you know getting more and more difficult more and more dangerous and then you have to be more and more so can i ask you just and if and if you cannot answer this tell us a more fucking part if there's anything this, that you've said yeah, in that respect you want edited out if there's anything you want edited out it's gone there's no question okay. easy okay. but it goes out on monday so think about it <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. Right, so let's cut this bit out. I have a separate question. Can you tell me any Indian hack? Like you know how like hack jokes in the UK would be uh, self-service checkout machines huh. or the fact that oh you know my mother-in-law ball fat people stuff. The, the airplane food. Airplane food. What's, what's yeah. the wedly the 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 um heavily trotted track? Aye. Uh, what's so, a joke if you see another Indian comedian doing it you're like buddy we've all got one yeah, of those. Yeah yeah yeah. So there are a lot of hacks here. One of them the biggest is basically in Bombay especially. So there are different hacks in different cities in India because of the cultural differences between Delhi and Bombay yeah. and Bangalore. So you can be hacking one language yeah. and other people don't know. So another person can be hack over. Yeah. So Bombay hack is basically because bombay is uh, made of uh, different communities so gujaratis is one community in bombay which is basically um, our prime minister comes from uh-huh. that community uh, and lots of rich businessmen come from that community so that is one hack that okay gujaratis in the house give me a cheer and then you know uh, you're mostly you're talking. essentially walking on stage being like all the white people say yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so that is basically uh, and generally gujarati people are 
considered it's a, it's a stereotype that they are uh, misers they they don't spend much money so they they are mostly coming on compasses and all that so that's the hack okay okay gujarati people in the house give me a cheer okay okay shut up because you you came for yeah. free complimentary passes and all so that's one of the hacks but most of the hacks in india are uh, attached to these community stereotypes in delhi it is mostly you know aggressive people delhi is a very aggressive city and yeah. generally people i felt that like militant quite militant city compared yeah. to mumbai seemed quite artsy but yeah, i mean very rage filled yeah. because of the traffic because of the heat and because of generally i think just because of the political situation in delhi everyone is kind Uptight. of constantly struggling yeah. and constantly full of uh, rage so in delhi there are different kinds of hacks uh, and then of course it, uh, traffic in india is a big big uh, yeah. you know starting point for people how much uh-huh. how, how much time it took it's because I, i was just thinking as well like when, when you come over to another country and start making observations sometimes the first observation you make is probably the most hack like going to amsterdam and talking about the bikes yeah. or going or if you go to melbourne and you're like it's amazing that you guys have free trams and <laughs> yeah. obviously the joke is they're not <laughs> there's free. nobody checking them That's there's nobody checking the stuff the the yeah. hack the the most hack line that you will ever experience will happen a thousand times a day during the Edinburgh Festival which is a foreign comedian not from Scotland will come on stage and be like is all of Edinburgh uphill and we're like man I've heard that Every joke variation. 90 th- there's no I've heard, of- I've heard like a really long form one of like someone going yeah. up a hill and then up a hill and then going back and he just gives the same direction but like up a hill but he does the reverse direction and you see it so often so that so when I was doing stuff about uh, the honking of horns mm. the cars honking horns Like I, I'm like now going. Have I just stepped on hack because it's such an ob- obvious observation? Hold on, sorry. Is this? Do you mind if I? Yeah. I just. <laughs> so, yeah. so this is. That's the one you're going to burn, was it? No political jokes. This is his set list. This is his set list at the top of his fucking set list. It says no political jokes. <laughs> and, then, and then also very funnily it goes fuck boy sex 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 tape <laughs> I love that sex is in your set list twice <laughs> yeah. yeah in fact sex is uh, because uh, that's the only other thing I talk about the moral policing which is still a political topic but it's not political uh, personality based so oh. moral policing I can talk about because in India we are very very you know uh, we squeezy about sex we don't really yeah well yeah because yeah, 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 i know but, i know i i discovered very quickly that porn you can't get in this country it's not on the internet how do you say that yeah yeah, uh, yeah you you told me <laughs> <laughs> okay so you tried logging into pornhub and it said okay yeah. the government there's actually a, a notice comes that the ministry of whatever cultural or uh, you know some ministry of information and broadcasting restricts you from yeah. visiting this website it's it's almost like they are you know someone in the ministry yeah. is really waiting for some kid to log on to some porn website but man it ah, it okay. does feel that when that notice comes up being like this is restricted by the government you do think they're on their way uh, yeah. <laughs> like they they just they just like smash through the hotel window and <laughs> we got we got a point <laughs> because here's something now I'm not proud of this but it is true but I have a tradition of whenever we're on tour in Europe uh-huh. whenever we're on tour in uh Australia uh sometimes when I'm drunk after a show and I want to watch some pornography 
I will watch local pornography uh-huh. because I feel that's supporting the local arts. <laughs> so it's because you've been listening to the accent. No, no, no. but like man, it, whenever I'm in the Czech Republic, I'm like. Czech Republic porn. Uh, <laughs> Let's as just as as local you get. You church. get like porn in 200 meter radius. Kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of <local laughs> I'm like, <laughs> porn of that woman over there. Uh, There's <laughs> nothing? Oh man! <laughs> you know, I go over someone you may bump into. Do you not do that? You don't, you, don't, you don't go to Russia and you're like, let's watch some Russian when uh, get fucked. No? I mean, I, I think Eastern Europe is just one that I just got an eye. Like, some of these women are really hot and I'm married, so I've got a wanker with them. <laughs> so with, with, with social policing, because I understand that, like, India's gone through this, and please correct everything that I'm about to get wrong, Pre this current government, you had a more, and I hope this is fair to say, and if it's not fair to say, tell us to cut it. Pre the current Indian government, you had a more left-wing government. Uh, center. Oh, center? Kind of a centrist kind of. We never had a leftist government in India. Never. The previous government was also center. They were also, um, they had lots of censorship ideas. And yeah. they were also very, very restrictive. But with... Uh, the change in the government in the last eight, nine years, things have become more and more um, difficult because, yeah, they, they uh, the previous government had issues with lots of other media, like uh-huh. so uh, the TV or cinema, they would cut out lots of stuff, but not comedy. And this comedy actually, you know, kind of boomed in the last 12, 13 years only. Yeah. So probably the previous government, we didn't get to test them on this. Oh, okay, right. right. So, oh, yeah, yeah. so we don't know how fucking liberal they were. They, they were never under the scrutiny of, of satire. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, so we don't know. So I know the, again, I'm so worried about what we're allowed to talk about. Gay marriage is illegal, but homosexuality is not. Yeah, we recently uh, struck down the law that made homosexuality a crime in India. So uh, around, I think, six, seven years ago, five, six years ago. It, it yeah. wasn't actually been enforced as well. Like, as it was, were people actually getting arrested for... Yeah, a lot of times. So they would, you know, pick you up, or they would harass you. It was almost a harassment technique. Uh, oh, tactic. So to if just you, harass yeah, you to stop being gay. Yeah, so they were asking, you know, they would ask for bribes to let you go. They would sometimes beat you up. They would sometimes lock you up. Now, at least that is not possible legally. Though, of course, India is still, uh, you know, a, a very homophobic country. And there are lots of people who still see this as a problem. And uh, uh, they are now opposing, uh, you know, gay marriage which is uh, oh, the, uh, on the table in, in terms of like it is in court so okay. uh, Indian courts will take a call very soon hopefully yes in so there may be favor of gay that. marriage but but the the government is opposing it and a lot of uh, people, a lot of people who are, are you know who love this government yeah. are opposing it so. and, and, and I, I, I feel like and I'm very aware of like coming here I'm often asking like negative questions or questions that might lead to negative answers yeah. uh, contentious yeah contentious as just because it's interesting though isn't yeah, it? yeah like, it's right? interesting but I also want to fucking make sure man we've been here for fucking four days I have had the time of my fucking life I could and I will talk for the next two podcasts about all the things I've loved about India would you be able to tell us what 
why why do you love this country so much? I know you do. I know there's parts of it you hate in the same way that I hate parts of fucking Scotland. But, but if you ask him to talk about why he loves yeah, Scotland, go on Yeah, why, why do you love this country? What gives you civic pride? Yeah. Uh, there are many, many things I love about this country, first of all, and something that will save us from all the negativity which is, you know, which, which, which we see around us is the diversity. So we are a very diverse country and diversity is not just our, uh, you know, uh, something that has been given to us or something we we, uh, we are even aware of. It's something in our, uh, whatever, in our DNA and that's uh, something which gives me hope that there is space for multiple voices, multiple narratives. Uh, that is one. And the second thing is we have always been... Uh, an argument-driven country. We take great pride in talking things out. Right from the... So there is... Uh, so my Insta handle is called Vidushak. Now Vidushak is a term which is a very specific term from seven, eight hundred years ago when India was uh, ruled by various kings and it was a yeah. union of kingdoms. Sorry again. Up in three minutes. Three minutes. Okay. Perfect. Thank yeah, you, buddy. So um, India is... Uh, 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 was a union of kingdoms. Every king in their court had something called a Vidushak, a critic who was a comic, and he his job or their job was to tell the king, you have the fucked jester. up, buddy. That, that's the jester. Yeah, the yes. So we had that thing, and we have always had that thing. Yes. The court of the king always hired someone to criticize the king, yeah, and yes. that's something we take pride in, so yeah. I think... I think I, uh, a lot of us are trying to do the same job, which is part of our culture. Yeah. So man, I think I have to do it. Man, smash the fucking gig. gig in here. We'll see you after. Where, people, where can people see it? Do you have anything to promote? Do you have a show online? Yeah. Uh, nothing right now. I'm touring with my trial show in, uh, in a while and then I'll bring my show. Yeah. Also, he did, he did also just shout out his Instagram, so yes. please go yeah, fucking follow him there. I'm going to grab another whiskey. Um, I think we've got to, uh, this is going to run out of memory. Uh, do you want to get another comedian on before we go? Yeah, I think, I, I think they've got, uh, the, I, I think they've got, and I'm going to get it fucking wrong. Bisha, One more, just give me a second. Uh, right, yes. sorry guys, we've just started. Just sorry, start, sorry. We've just started recording yes. again. Yes, please, yes. Please introduce yourself. My name is Aditi Mittal. I'm a stand-up comedian based out of Mumbai, India. I just saw Daniel Sloss perform live in Mumbai. Yeah. And it was an absolute thrill. And we got to see you perform live and yeah. you suffered the same thing I went through. which Just was having I immense talent. Just raw sex appeal. Just raw <laughs> sex appeal for <laughs> ten solid minutes. Which is impressive when you do a ten minute set, but I do a ninety minute set. Yeah. So ten minutes of raw sex. Yeah, it's not raw by then, it's cooked. It's really overcooked it's sex well appeal. Well done sex appeal. <laughs> yeah, well done sex appeal. <laughs> I I have to ask you this because we watched you come on. You suffered the same thing for like a solid minute. The mic didn't work. You did your best. You were fucking testing it. You were getting them there, and then you started to pretend to take your clothes off. And I'm like, is, is she referencing me? It's a callback. It's a callback to a previous show. You are now lore. Okay, you have to understand how. The the sages of India are going to talk about how the once the white man came to India and the mic was not working and off his clothes went. 
Actually, I think it is so typical Indian that you came to India. You because the, the tickets were expensive. Yeah. So we got you naked, girl. We got you naked. We had yeah. you doing push-ups. You There was somebody who came and said. You know, so I was like, oh my God, Daniel's lost took off his T-shirt. Yeah, la la la. They were like, you know, I actually counted the number of push-ups he did, and I was like, really? Was it fifteen? I guess fifteen. It was. It was. It was between fifteen and twenty. It wasn't a lot. Like I could, I could have done heaps more, but then I was also like. Matt, what's your was, was, was he on his knees? Was <laughs> <laughs> he on his knees though? I was on my knees going, please tell Kai I did 17. Please tell Kai I did 17. Kai's <laughs> doing deadlifts in the background just to fuck with you. You tell me. So, I mean, honestly, welcome to India. But the moment your t-shirt came off, uh, I was like, he is now officially hey, in India. Fair play to the fucking Indian audience. <laughs> They handed it back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got it back. I threw my shirt into the crowd, and then I got a mic handed to me, and then into the more like, he needs his shirt. So some of the <laughs> he should put it back on. The lighting is getting fucked. Like, uh, I can't see. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I just everyone's it's like a flash. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm like those like mirror things that Germans have on sun mounters. <laughs> yeah. I'm the stage Indian equivalent I'm, of I love, that. I love as well just just how fanatical the Indian fans are in that they're just like screaming and clambering over each other to get there. They're like really Justin Bieber fans that like oh he drank out of this kind of. Coke. Yeah, they got your t-shirt and went, nah, dog, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> they took the shirt and they went, this fucking stinks. <laughs> we like you, but not that much. No, like. no, we don't enjoy your white boy stench. <laughs> it smells like dry cheese and not in like the good brie way. It's awful. Parmesan. It was fantastic. <laughs> really? Oh, Parmesan sloth. Oh, here's a question for you. Uh, can you tell us your stereotypes about us that you oh, don't yeah. tell us. What are what are the whether it's Scottish, English, British, or even just fucking white stereotypes? When we come to India and you speak in Hindi in front of us and we don't know what you're saying, what are you saying? So like this is uh, I, I'll give you the the compassionate part first. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, the compassionate part part first is always like we're like oh my god you know don't give him the spicy thing, uh, get him you know like bottled yeah. water Coma so boy. that because he's gonna have diarrhea while yeah. we're talking. Um, you know just sort of like don't send him out into the heat. Remind him to carry an extra T-shirt. Mm -hmm. Those are the nice well, things so we the, say. Yeah, yeah. Because what I heard is there's a phrase in I think it's Hindi which is in India. Guests are God. Like it's a really. Atiti Devo Bhava. Is that what it is? Yeah. Which is something that's, that's not in Britain. Guests are an inconvenience. <laughs> Guests yeah. are foreigners and we uh, hate foreigners. Uh, what uh, is. Little language pig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. So we, uh, we love you guys. Um, but. On paper. <laughs> but like. So like, I mean. Uh, the nicer stuff I mean the, the less maybe the give us the shit stuff I, wa I wanna I wanna know because man I c we come from a country it's, where I grew up and you grew up I have no experience but I've witnessed so much racism towards <laughs> India Pakistan and this area I want to and know and some of it is steeped in jokes but some of it's just no, but, but, like, yeah, but you know what all the jokes yeah. come from a place of like yeah. Love, yeah. it's all like Love and malice. I mean, I'm a bitch, so it's, that's where my jokes come yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I, I agree with you. It's 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 kindness with malice, which is I'm gonna nip you. 
because I could kill you, but I'm only going to nip you, and that and that's because I love you. If I hated you, I'd kill you, but I'll nip you because I love you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so the 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 stereotypical stuff is oh my god, you guys have such a like eye-watering savior complex. Okay, <laughs> like y'all are dying to be seen by us. Tell us what you think of us. I think that's nothing what of right you. Now. I think the stereotypical. Oh my god! I you know I spent so little time thinking about you. The only thing I can think about you is can I make a buck off of you? And um, but you don't find us exotic. <laughs> I mean, in a way that someone would find bread exotic. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's made with worse wheat, <laughs> I guess. And it's flat and cold and made four days ago as opposed to on that pan right 25 now. seconds Thank ago. You. Yeah. Um, wait, do, wait, hold on. Do you think our bread is shit? Is, our, is white bread white bread? <laughs> is is white the, bread white bread? The white bread of white bread? No, in fact, actually, no, no, no. I lie. Uh, bread is quite exceptional. I've travelled across Europe and across the US and across the UK and bread is something you guys are getting right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, like especially just, in, in urban India, we don't bother with too much baking and stuff like that. Um, and, and so actually... But, but, but I would still count the like roti and just... Man, like, oh, the, oh, people yeah. here, like I, I feel like, and I feel this, I feel like every, I feel like 75% of people in this country, if I was to just walk up to them, give them a bag of flour, and a bag of water, they'd be like, yeah, what do you want? I can I, I can do I this. Whip that shit out. Yeah, I can do it on the bonnet of my car. What are we fucking <laughs> yeah. up to? Like, I, like, there's a level of, like, the basic, and tell me if this is wrong, it feels like the basic understanding of cooking in this country is so infinitely higher than the basic understanding of cooking in the UK. Oh my is that God. accurate? So, like, you guys have a sandwich for a meal? I have never heard... <laughs> Someone having uh, a sandwich mate, for a meal. What's sent, wrong with you? I was hey. to school with a sandwich. Have you ever had a sandwich? sandwich? Are you serious? Have you never had a crisp sandwich? You know, get the fuck out of here. That's, that's a heart attack waiting <laughs> to happen. Do you want tiny children Did you ever, with tiny tumours on their tiny lungs? <laughs> Did you ever used to put, put, <laughs> that's put butter on bread and then pour sugar onto it and pour it back into the sugar bowl and you've just got a sugar buddy? Actually, that sounds amazing, and we've had. <laughs> <laughs> that's the. That's. I'm like, okay, we found the working second. class party soon. <laughs> oh, we're not so different, you and I. Me <laughs> in the middle, being like, poor people. What are they like? Blythe <laughs> in Mumbai, just meeting on a level with sugar buttons. Twin cities. Who knew? Mumbai. No, I love that. So you know what we used to have which uh, is where you boil the milk that comes in for the day and then you scrape off the top because it's cream and then uh, you put the cream on a bread and then you put like a sprinkling we do that of if sugar. You, if you make rice pudding and the milk hardens at the top and you get the skin and you take the skin out. Oh, it's amazing. Are we? Twins? Is no. that what's happening with us? I think you guys are getting married. I've met his wife and I can tell you, the connection they have is nothing. <laughs> like, a, like a sandwich-based connection yeah. that we are having. You guys have a sandwich for lunch. This is ridiculous. The well, first time... I, I, find, I find your thoughts there so very funny because one of my genuine biggest complaints about other countries is 
you just can't get a good sandwich here. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Also, this deification of sandwiches will not do, okay? Garage sandwiches. You deify everything. You fucking, you've got an elephant god. Cows are fucking holy. I can't deify sandwiches. Fuck off, you love trees. That's where we draw the line. That's where the line is. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be in a service station, a petrol station in Croatia, just going by the sandwich selection. Shit. <laughs> Because we don't eat this garbage oh, yeah. on a daily basis, <laughs> like white bread over here. I, I, yeah, I, I love the, I, I love how you, you. It feels like you're so very, very, very polite to white people. We love you. So We're all looking to make a buck off of you. Let me tell you right now. Maybe I'm giving away the secret of my people. Uh, but I'm saying we're all looking to make a buck off of you and if so I'm first in line yeah yeah yeah, 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 <laughs> just yeah, yeah. like let this, me know this is a free podcast <laughs> honestly let me talk to my manager this is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> our manager comes in you're fucking paying her what are you talking <laughs> yes oh, yes yes uh, we, we've got to actually go to the yes. airport to leave oh no, um, oh, no will, you guys, will you guys do the intro if you just like, yes then, oh, yeah, yeah. so we'll cut this oh no no before we before we cut it, uh, Listen, was it too cruel of me to be like we're trying to make a buck, buck off of you? No, 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 man, that's okay. really fucking funny. And also, you can't say anything to offend these cunts. They like it's, <laughs> it's, it's man, it's not it's not a big podcast, and the people that listen to it are scum of the fucking ass. Oh God, <laughs> my people, yeah, 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 man, good. Which is why. Uh, can you tell us your socials? Can you, if you've got anything online that people can watch? Our fans are loyal to a disgusting fault. There's not many of them, but they're stalkery. So let them know. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, my address, no. Uh, <laughs> so my, my name is Aditi Mittal. My, uh, I'm on Instagram as A-D-D-Y-M-I-T-Z-Y. That's Adi Mitzi. I'm on Twitter as A-W-R-Y-A-D-I-T-I. That's Rai Aditi. Those two were made at different times in my life. I was going through different things. Go to my YouTube channel. It's www.com slash www.youtube.com slash dyslexia software. Again, just a different time in my life. I've got two specials on Netflix. Things they wouldn't let me say. And a part of the comedians of the world, uh, Girl Meets Mike. Please watch them. Please uh, do. I get paid by the view on YouTube videos. So uh, just type in Alti Mittal and uh, mm. play the videos in the background. Just don't have to watch them. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. My Man, pleasure.